What's going on, everybody? Princeton Clark here, and you're tuned into the Evolved Mastery Podcast. And today, we are launching the first official segment for Mastery 360 in Season 2. And I'm really excited, guys. I had an amazing conversation with a beautiful friend of mine, Sandra Hazley, who actually met almost two years ago, working with Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi. And, you know, we connected like brother and sister from the beginning. Why? Because she has such a big heart, you know, but when I reached out to her and I was like, hey, sis, I need you on my podcast. I got to share your message to my audience. I have a lot of women that listen to the Evolve Mastery podcast, as well as men who are constantly evolving and growing. But I was like, sis, I need your message for the women. I need the, the message that you bring to the table for so many dynamic and powerful individuals who know that they have been called not just to be a role but to be a powerhouse in the world. Guys, Sandra Hazley is a Canadian-born American mother of four amazing children who works full-time as a business strategist, high-performance coach, international best-selling author, and keynote speaker, passionate about guiding fearless and high-vibe women who are ready for breakthroughs into a simpler, more joyful, and wealthier next level of their lives. She's also the owner of Sandra Hazley and Company and founding partner of Generation Impact Consulting, LLC, working with thousands of women from across the world. She teaches them how to build and scale their businesses using proven strategies, tactics, and powerful mindset while working less and having way more fun. All my ladies listening to the podcast right now, are you ready to have some fun? Are you ready to connect with someone who is balancing and wearing and operating under multiple roles and hats and still showing up powerfully in the world? Then you definitely don't want to miss this interview. And I'm excited to jump right into it. But I want to honor each and every one of you because so many of you have been following me, supporting and supporting the guests. And you come in with such a such a vibe to grow and evolve. And I just want to honor the love that you are, the power that you are, the flow that you are, and the divine essence of what you are in this world. And I'm going to welcome you into my family. Thank you for joining us today for the Evolve Mastery Podcast and the Mastery 360 segment. But guys, we're going to go ahead and jump right into this thing because I'm excited to introduce you guys to Sandra. You know, she's worked with some amazing people. She's been hired as a corporate consultant for multi-million dollar businesses for program development, speaking, and workshop creation. She's impacted women all over the world, and she just released a new book, but you guys are going to have to listen to the podcast to learn a little bit more about that. So without further ado, we're going to go ahead and jump into this podcast. So let's get it. Mastery 360 segment one for season two is now Live. All right, guys, welcome to the Evolved Mastery Podcast. I'm your host, Princeton Clark. And as I said, I have an amazing guest for my show today. I met this beautiful individual while working with Tony Robbins and Dean Graziosi at mastermind.com. And I watched her just create this massive impact. And she played such a huge pivotal role in the virtual space. But she's not just an amazing coach, guide, speaker, teacher, and now author. She's also an amazing mother, an amazing wife, and a true agent of change for so many women in the world right now. And so I'm so excited to introduce you guys to my beautiful sister, my beautiful friend, Sandra Hazley. And Sandra, it's so good to have you on the show today. How are you doing, dear? 
You know, I'm good. I'm hanging out with friends. It is a good day. I'm so, so happy to be here. Long time coming. Really yes. so has been a long time. You know, so much has pivoted. You know, I wrote my book. Now you're releasing your book and some amazing doors are opening for you. But, you know, we all know that the story doesn't start there. You know, you've had to grow <laughs> through a lot in your life. And as we all do consistently, we're facing challenges so that we can evolve, so that we can be a stronger, wiser, more efficient version of ourselves in the world. And, you know, so what I want to know is, you know, as you've gotten to this point in your life, great achievements, great opportunities, where does the story of Sandra Hazley begin? Ooh, uh, it began in the Northlands of Canada in a small remote village. It, actually, I was born in Canada, but it wasn't a village. It was um, just Hamilton, Ontario, a steel town <laughs> full of blue collar family members. My parents kind of moved us around the country, all over the country when I was young. The United States. We transplanted in the United States and my dad was in business. So we ended up uprooting and, and transplanting several times. I ended up landing in Buffalo, New York area for high school age. And I kind of stayed here because I was going to the local universities. And, um, and so through that, you know, three season athlete all my life, ending up playing division one softball for both universities that I went to and, uh, you know, majoring in from engineering to finance and marketing not loving any of them, but deciding that like, oh, that's the path I'm supposed to go on. That's what the smart people in my life are telling me to do. That's my best advantage as a female. So I'll take it. And I hated it. And, you know, that led me to commercial real estate, um, mortgage brokerage. I was a financial um, analyst doing, you know, working with commercial investments and uh, then working for developers, very corporate, you know, very white collar. And uh, none of it was None of it was inspiring. It was all about money. It was all about transactions, numbers, sales quotas. It was never about people. And it felt really removed. And it felt like so much competition. And it felt so uncomfortable. And it was like never a place where you could really trust anybody. So I thought that was like the only way. Like, that's just what life was like as a grown up. And that's what jobs were like. And, you know, I closed around $500 million with the real estate and, I still ended up getting fired as the highest performer in my company. And so when I realized that that job isn't even safe, even as a high performer, even as somebody who does their job really well as the only salesperson in the entire company, you can still get fired. You can still lose benefits. There is no cushion. You can't count on anybody else to protect you. You have to do it for yourself. So I was pushed more or less forced into entrepreneurship after trying to get a job for two years after that, I still couldn't land a job with like an, a stellar resume. You know, it all kind of like fell apart. And I was not excited about becoming an entrepreneur. But my husband at the time was so fed up with the Buffalo, New York area chiropractic medical model with insurance and these people not getting better and these people getting cut off for treatment. He wanted to open his own practice. So I was like, let's do it, I guess. I'll figure it out, like whatever. If other people can do it, I'm sure we can. And I figured it out. And we were like the only cash practice in the Western New York area. And we were told we wouldn't make it, not even in three or five years to turn a profit. And we did just after 12 months, turned to six figures and on and on and on and grew and grew from there. So, you know, that was like, that was the, I guess the surge about seven years ago into my own entrepreneurship journey and that branched off into me then being able to, like when you and I kind of first met, that's when I was like, wait, I built this practice for my husband so that he could find his joy. But like, and I did it, but I don't love it. So like, what's my thing? You know, what do I do? And I realized that it's been mentoring 
high performance strategy and coaching all along. That's what I did all throughout the time I spent in commercial real estate, helping these, these companies, these businesses, international, local, all different kinds of industries scale and grow. Because if they were successful in our real estate, that means they grow, we get more money, they get more money, like it would all work. So this is the stuff, this is the only element of my former career that I enjoyed was the coaching and helping people. And I went back to that and that's when things started to, it was like, you know, you ride waves of things. This was tsunami. This is like, and caught the tsunami. So it was when you, you know, finally all of those things that people talk about, all of that self-development and like, you know, personal growth and all that, that never landed on me because I couldn't understand the reality of it. The experience never hit me. But when you find the alignment, when you find all of the, like what you're meant to do with all the gifts and skill sets that you've earned up to this point that God gave you and that you like learned throughout your journey and you put those together and you're aligned, that's when the tsunami happens. That's when everyone's like, whoa, she took off or like, whoa, everything's happening for him. Or like, whoa, it's like clarity and alignment. And then all of a sudden you're just like, like one of those cigarette boats on the water and you start moving. And so, you know, that's where I ended up today, how we became friends and everything. It was when when I stepped into alignment with what I was meant, what I was meant to be doing, despite having some fear or doubt or, you know, question as to, is this, is this going to be right? I won't know until I try. Mm, I love, love, love that answer, you know, but you, you hit something key there. You know, we come to this point in our lives where I think for a lot of people, you know, even if we look at what just happened with COVID, so many people had to pivot. They were put in a position where they had to look at their lives and for the first time probably ever, they had to ask the question, am I truly happy where I am? If I know, you know, God forbid something could happen to me right now. If I were to die right now or lose someone that I love right now, you know, am I truly happy in my life? Am I happy with the job? Am I happy with the relationship? You know, so many people were put in a position where they had to pivot, you know, in a major way during COVID. And we see a lot of people like yourself, like myself, who elevated during that time. But a lot of people who didn't step into that pivot, they didn't elevate, you know, but when we look at this, the, the power of the pivot, you know, you went through this powerful shift after realizing that if it's not something that you're truly doing from your heart, you're not going to be happy. And not only that, you know, working for someone else, you're being positioned in a way that, like you said, it can be taken from you. But now you're living your life on your terms and there was fear there. You know, you had to be very courageous to do that. And so my question for those listening right now you know, who are at that point where they feel like they're ready for that pivot. They're ready to experience that next level of happiness and and joy in their life, doing something that truly makes them happy. Um, what tip would you give them, you know, as you navigated the fear of that pivot, what's a tip that you would give them as they're navigating through that pivot and facing fear for themselves? Yeah. Um, I think that, you know, a couple things, the, when it comes to picking, like, what do I if you're in the spot where you're like, I don't even know what I would do. Like, I want to pivot. Like, I don't know what my thing is though. Well, like a simple exercise might be to write down on a sheet of paper in several columns. Like, what do I know I'm good at? Like not, not jobs, like tasks, activities, like little things here and there. It could be anything. It could be sports related, food related, like emotional counseling with friends. It could be whether or not you like um, put puzzles together quickly or you strategize what, like anything, what are you good at? What do you know you're good at next to that? What are things that people compliment you on all the time that you're like, it's like not a big deal. And they're like, 
no, it's a big deal. Like I could never do that. And you're like, okay, but I just, I could do that in my sleep. What are those things? Look at those things. And then another thing is what are the things that people compliment you on that you're uncomfortable about? Like, you don't want to believe that that's true. You want to like lean into humility a little bit more. Um, you don't want to seem cocky, but like, it's a great compliment, but like, you just don't know if you could believe it for yourself, write all of those things down and look at the like Venn diagram that look where look where there's overlap. You can find a place where you you know you have all those skill sets, all those compliments that are coming in for that thing. There are several, if not hundreds, of jobs that can be created through all of those different skill sets, in my opinion. And then the other thing about you know like if I'm ready to pivot, what do I want to do? Stepping into the fear, being like, what if it fails? Of course, that's what the amygdala is going to tell us. Like, what if it fails? Of course, we're going to be scared. Like the unknown is always scary. And the thing is, is that you could run scenarios for success or failure all day long. And both are true. Both can happen. You can fail miserably. You can land on your face. You could be embarrassed. You could soar with success. You could enjoy what you do. You could soar with success and not enjoy what you do. There's a million ways you could look at it. You'll never, ever know until you try. But what you do know for sure is that if you have an idea and it lights you up a little bit and you don't try, the regret will start to decay you until the end. And so if you have an idea and if you want to try, the best thing to do is to try all the way. Because if you try a little bit and you fail, you thought you tried and you can say you tried and you can land in that failure and live in it and create a new story when in fact you didn't really put all of your effort in. And that thing would have been awesome if you just believed that it could be. Mm, great answer. Great answer. You know, because it's, it's not easy to pivot. I always say mastery is about surrender. You know, we're talking about evolved mastery. If you hadn't mastered owning your power, your potential and your purpose and showing up for yourself 100%, these new doors wouldn't open. You know, I always say, you know, you can't create something new with the same old you. If you want to create something new, you have to become a new version of yourself. You have to look at that big picture of, you know, if I do achieve these goals, if I were to achieve this desired outcome and get these desired results, what the, what is that version of me doing that this current version of me is not doing. And then you got a 100% commit right now to being that version of you now so that you can step into that version and start manifesting those things now. And that's something yes. that I've watched you do. That's, that's amazing. Since I've known you, you know, we've been like birds of a feather, you know, and it's just been this beautiful experience, you know, and I know that, you know, we talk about courage, we talk about pushing through the fear you know, and I know that this wasn't an easy transition for you, especially after you had built, you know, the whole business around your husband, assisting him and getting there while still being a mother and navigating and finding yourself in that space. You know, there's a lot of women listening right now who may feel like, you know, I'm ready to pivot. I'm ready for something new. But, you know, they've been a mother for so long. They've gotten lost, quote unquote, in the roles, yeah. you know, but, you know, Let's talk about, you know, creating a flow. I don't like balance because I feel like balance says I got to pick and choose, you know, between being a mother, being a wife, being all these things, as opposed to finding a flow, you know, in a way that makes you happy. You know, yes. what are some ways that as you've pivoted, as you've pushed through the fear, what are some things that have helped you find your flow? Um, beautiful. I just, one of the chapters in my book that just released is called work-life integration, powerful work-life integration. Cause I don't believe in balance either. So it's about like flow. It's about like feet finding the things. Cause if you think about life, if we talk about as a society that family comes first, like if, if you believe, if you have a faith base, it, you would say 
God comes first, then you say family, then friends, then community, then maybe work, right? Like if we do prioritize that way, then it would make perfect sense that those categories are weighted in terms of the time and energy and value we attach to them, which means balance can't exist. So it has to be a kind of a flow. And when you look at that, like I was a stay-at-home mother um, in between my career transition involuntarily, I was create, I was forced to be a stay-at-home mother. Um, it was uncomfortable for me. I kind of lost my identity as a corporate powerhouse, became a stay-at-home mom, still looking for work, not getting it, and then feeling like, okay, now that I'm going to like create my own thing, I'm supposed to go back to work. Like, who am I? And it's really about like, you don't have to be one person. We have multiple dimensions of our personalities. And so you're not going to act the same way with your husband as you do with your two-year-old. You're not going to act the same way with your four-year-old as you do with your girlfriend at a coffee shop. You get to be different elements of yourself in different roles. So if you're thinking, I want to pivot, I want to become this thing, and but I don't really know who I am. Like you just said, Prince, when you are, when you're trying to become the thing that you're going to become, you have to envision yourself in that role. And like the practical application of that is, okay, if I was, if I was killing it at what I did and I knew that like, I don't know what it looks like exactly, but if I was in a role where I was leading my own company, like my own business, a small business, maybe it's just me and a couple of assistants, but I was doing that. Maybe I'm speaking on stage. I'm leading a group of women, like entrepreneurs. What is a woman like that? talk like? How does she stand? How does she speak? What's her volume? How does she react to confrontation? How does she react to negative comments in the chat? Like what is her, what is her diction? What, how does she, how does she laugh? Like, what does she engage with? What does she listen to? What does she wear? How does she walk? Like all that stuff. Like if you can picture it and you're like, yeah, of course she would. She's making this kind of money. She's serving with love. She's taking care of her family. She's created massive boundaries around her value system, enough time for family that never gets interrupted. Mm-hmm. Work only goes like this. This is what like my you know romantic life looks like. If you create those scenarios in your head and you visualize them and you pay attention to them, then you're remembering your future as you go. Like Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about that, remembering your future instead of remembering your past. And if you're doing that all the time, then it starts to be like, you don't have to believe anymore. You can see it. It already kind of happened in your head. Of course it would go like that. Why wouldn't it? You know, and you kind of like kick fear to the curb and go, yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't I try it? That looks amazing. I'm going to go for it. Yes. <laughs> I love that you, you hit the roles the way that you just did, because it's like actors in a movie. I always say we're, we, we're in our own movie and we get to decide. It's like we're the actor, we're the director, you know, and there's something greater than us that's observing it all saying, let's see how great you're going to make this movie. You know, yeah. and so when you're looking at that future version of yourself, it's no different than an actor reading a script. You know, the best actors can embody the script. They can embody the role of that person, but they don't just live it when they're on set. They live it every single day. They Some people will leave their entire surroundings. They will go away from family, whatever it takes to engraft them into that role to the point where they become that person to such a degree that when you watch them on TV, it deceptively pulls you in and you think that what's happening is real. You're crying with them. You're angry with them. You're mad with them. Why? Because they've embodied this role to such a degree that it's taking them to another level. And we look at that and we don't realize that we're playing these roles every single day. And either we can be the victim or the victor of our story. We can be the hero or the heroine. And, you know, you help so many women become the heroine in their story, you know, and I think it's, it's amazing what you do and how you show them, how you guide them, how you lead them, because we're moving more and more into a gig economy right now. 
you know, where people are starting to realize, hey, I can work for myself. I can build wealth. I can build a company and leave a legacy. I can create my own destiny. And so we're moving more into this gig economy. And to me, it's exciting. To you, I know it's exciting because for the first time in a long time, we're seeing more people rise up and say, wait a minute, I can be whatever the heck I want to be. You know, like yeah. I always say, Princeton is whoever I say Princeton is going to be, whatever, in, in whatever case, Princeton needs to be it, you know, and that's all we're doing here, you know, but, you know, when we talk about mindset, there's one more thing we need to talk about in, in, in assuming these roles and stepping into these positions as this newer version of ourselves. And that thing is the heart set. See, you got your heart set on manifesting something new. And when your heart was set on it, it didn't matter what questions came up in your mind. It didn't matter, you know, what frustrations came because your heart was set on it. And I always use the example, and I want you to piggyback off of this, but I always use the example of a mother. You know, you hear those stories of mothers whose children are are stuck in a burning car or a burning building or fathers, you know, running into these situations where it's like you could lose your life, but their heart is so set on saving that child, saving that baby, that nothing is going to stop them from moving forward. And see what you help people do, what people like myself help people do is they help people give birth to these babies. And so many people are watching their babies die. And they're like, I want to see this baby live, but they're too afraid to run into that burning building, which is nothing more than an opportunity for expansion. And, you know, when you think about that, you know, as you got your heart set on giving birth to this baby, seeing the power of it now, you know, that baby's birthing a book and so many other things are coming because you chose to get heart centered in your goal and in your direction. You know, what what does that speak to you as far as your own journey, you know, and in, in loving and committing your whole heart to it? OK, the this is like uh, I, I don't even think you I don't think I told you this before either, but this is the you know, the perfect transition to actually how I started doing it online. Cause I didn't have an online account for mm-hmm. like Facebook or anything until 2019. I was like FTW on everything, social media, it's comparative, it's gross, it's toxic. It's no, thank you. It's super fake. I'm not doing it. So I'm the biggest hypocrite on the planet. Cause now that's all I do. And, um, <laughs> and one of my, one of my uh, mentors had said to me, you know, when I was like, she's like, why aren't you, why aren't you kind of like in the influence space where you're helping people in the online world? And I was like, gross, no. And she challenged me. She kept challenging me over the course of several days saying, you know, like you can make more impact. I see you doing this in the office. I see you helping people. Like, I know you're good at this and I know you really care if you did it online. And in my head, I'm thinking I can't do it online. Online's fake. Online doesn't Mm -hmm. work because it's fake. And so she said, I dare you. Oh, here we go. I dare you (laughs) to show up online on a live help people do a training. And if they make fun of you and if they have negative comments in the chat, if whatever happens and it doesn't feel good because you didn't help anybody, you never have to do it again. But if you do and you help people and they like it, then, then you'll be convicted to want to do it again. Mm. Um, after about a week of like, you know, hypothetically throwing up about it, I, I did go live and I did help people and train people. And it was so scary. It was so scary to me because I, like, I don't like social media and I don't show up, period. So now I'm doing a live. Okay. That's like diving all the way off a cliff instead of jumping in a pool. So I did that and I privacy blocked a bunch of people that I didn't want to see just because I was like insecure and nervous about what they might uh-huh. think of me. And one of the people that was kind of like a real tough kid in high school, I blocked him, but apparently didn't take. He saw the, he saw the live training. At the end of the live training, it was like 30 minutes long. It's still up on my Facebook page. And he DM'd me and he said, I'm so 
proud to see you doing things like this online because it's actually helping people. And I know that you have a heart to help and you're really good at what you do. Keep showing up. And I was like, if the bully can come back and say, you're doing a good job, this is safe. Like, so it was a really, it was about like deciding that if I was in an auditorium, in a room, in a space where there's, you know, 500 people laughing at me and making fun of me, but there's one person in the back of the audience and they're crying because they really need my help. Am I going to stop talking because they're making fun of me or going to keep going because that one person's crying? Of course, I'm going to keep going. So if I translate that to my life now, if that really does matter to me and it does, then why would I stop showing up? Because I keep getting people saying, thank you. You saved me. Where have you been? Where have you been? Why didn't you do this sooner? Like, wait, and, and that for me is like, then I can't stop. It's not a savior mentality. It's a, why wouldn't I provide help if other people need it? And I have it, you know? Mm -hmm. Yes. And you're a world changer. 100%. You know, the way that you show up, the way that you give your heart in what you do it's it's definitely felt. I remember the first time we we had a chance to work together, you know, with a team, you know, for Tony and Dean and, you know, just the the magic of how we flowed together. You know, I always say I don't connect with everybody. I love everybody, but yeah. I don't let everybody into my space, but that moment I I felt your heart, I saw your desire and and your care and and the level at which you paid such detailed attention to the people that we were serving and I was like this this isn't something that you can just get anywhere. Like this is the magic that I believe is missing from so much of the coaching and the speaking industry right now is that heart and soul connection. And 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 that's something that you use so well and you shine so bright, you know, but I, I want to dive a little bit deeper into, you know, that, that journey, you know, as you began to step, you know, you got on your live, you started taking those steps forward and all of a sudden you're realizing, Hey, I got a hell of a gift here. I can impact a lot of lives, love on a lot of people. You know, how does that translate into you then, you know, being, being catapulted into this position where now you're one of the head trainers for Tony Robbins and you're doing all this stuff for Dean and now you're impacting the world. And I know you've shifted so much. You've pivoted so much even since then, you know, how did that translate from being scared and fearful of putting your message out there to finally putting your message out there and then boom, these doors open up and now you're working with some of the, the best in the industry, so to speak, you know, only to realize that, wait a minute, you are one of the best in the industry, you know, because I like that's the way you say it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I think, first of all, thank you. And, uh, and I, I think that is, it was a couple, a couple different things. One of the things being, you know, the power of belief and manifestation and what that can do for your life. Like when you have faith that something's possible and you can imagine it and you can visualize it mm -hmm. and the whole, instead of the fear now it's the, why not? Why, yeah. why couldn't it like that? If that, if that starts to be the louder voice in your life, a lot of stuff starts to happen pretty quickly. But the other thing is like taking it, taking it to a level of like childlike approach to business and to opportunity and to fear and to like finding out, you know, what you might, might be meant to do. You know, when you're a kid and you're, and you're three and your mom's got you or your dad's got you on a chair and you're in the kitchen and you're like stirring the cookie dough. Like that's all you did. Cause you're three and like, you're going to, 
you're going to ruin anything outside of that. Like you might be able to pour the chips in or something like that's all you get to do. Okay. But mm-hmm. what you thought, what you went away with thinking is I'm a baker. I know how to cook cookies or I know how to bake cookies. I know how to make things. And then when you're, you know, you're with your grandma and she's got acrylic paints on her, you know, huge canvas and you're painting stuff and it's miserable looking, but like you're an artist now. So like you do one thing and it makes you feel capable enough to do the next thing. And you attach a title to yourself when you're a child, you don't let any other voices come in. You're like, of course I can look at, I just did it. And it might be garbage to other people, but like you did it. And so like, that's all you take away from that. Right. So when you, when you're excited, when you're, you know, inspired and things are creative and they're new and they're fun things, you like to see where else you can go. You see where else you can go. So if you, if you can visualize the, what if, or just really embody the, what if, dialogue within your own head. The inner monologue is like, what if I could, what if I could, what would that look like? How would it be? How would it feel? How would I show up? And those are the questions you're asking instead of what, what if it doesn't work? Like, how would I even do it? How would I even, who do I know that can, like any of those negative questions. And you're thinking, what if, what if, what if, then you do a live and you're like, I'm a celebrity. People love me. Yay. I'll do it again. And then you do it again. And and then you find out what else they need. And then you try that. And then you find out that they're, you know, that they are uh, doing a call for keynote speakers and they want to see if, you know, people will get on their team. And so then why not? Like I was in the flow of why not, why not, why not? And so when, when you're excited about it and you're trying things and they're working out because you're not thinking about the fear side of it, fear is always there. Like, shut up. Of course, of course, the fear stuff is there. Of course it could go bad. Like, why are we even talking about it? Of course it could. Like, we know that. So if you said, instead, look at the things that like could go right. What I might as well try it. What's the worst that could happen. They don't pick you. Who cares? Nobody even found out that you like entered. <laughs> you know what I mean? So why not? Why are you not trying? Why are you not becoming better? Why are you not elevating yourself? It feels good to expand. Like that feels great because you realize you end up helping other people. You, uh, you end up learning from other people. You grow bigger because of other people's opinions that are new, other people's perspectives that you never thought about. It feels good to grow like that. So when you say, why not? Duh, of course, fear. Yeah, yeah. But like, why not? Mm-hmm. And that's kind of the flow. And that's the end. You just gain momentum. You gain energy. It's not about being motivated at this point. It's about having the momentum and riding the tsunami. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and you've definitely created some massive momentum. You know, when you when you started, you know, did you ever think that you would get to this point in your career? And that's probably no. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> also, would I ever think that I would be speaking in general when I found out that I was you know, going to be a keynote speaker? Uh, I remember telling my father that and he was like, why? Like, because I don't like, that's nothing ever. That's not something I ever wanted to do. I, I stayed out of the spotlight as much as possible. So I was like, no, no, no. I'm like, sounds fun. He's like, okay, don't die. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, it's just, uh, I did. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't picture it. And, uh, but it was like meeting you, meeting other people, like, like expanding my network of awesome hearts and big brains and like opportunists and fearless, courageous people that are helping that felt safe. That was like, that feels like family. This feels like home. If these people are out here doing this stuff and this is what it looks like, then you know what, this is safe to do this because this feels great. Other people are helping like this. And now they're my friends. Like, let's all do this. That's so awesome. And you're exactly right. Now, you know, you were just sharing with me just some amazing news. You just published your first book and second. Oh, your second book. Yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, you just published your second book and it's a it's already a bestseller, international bestseller, you know, and, and so tell us about that book. You know, where did it come from? You know, where did the name come from? What does it connect to and who's it for? 
Ooh, who is it for? First of all, I'm going to tie back what you said into it because you gave me like the best idea ever. All right. So um, the power method was born of um, the last few years working with entrepreneurial women all across the globe. The three categories of things that come up that they need help with the most strategy is easy. Strategy and tactics are easy. You can like there's a million for everybody. But but finding their power, believing in themselves, having enough confidence and strength and courage and bravery to do the thing. The power side of things, like how do I get there? How do I discover it? How do I unearth the stuff that's already there? This is a three-part book. It's got power. It's got leadership is another section. The leadership is all about whether you're a stay-at-home mom, an entrepreneur, an employee, you're retired, you're a vagabond, like whatever, you still have an opportunity to lead people in your community, not in a way that they're followers, but in a way that you're leading other leaders to go out and serve their communities too. So that leadership component, designing your own style that's unique to you, that feels aligned with you, you don't have to become a leader like anybody else's. It's your authenticity and your unique style and confidence that's going to lead other leaders into their own leadership style as well. And then the last piece of it being the work-life integration, people are always saying like, okay, but how do you do this? How do you run three businesses? How do you have four kids? How do you like travel and have everybody in sports all the time? Like, how is this even possible? And so I hit the work-life integration piece because it's not about balance. It's not about finding a perfect medium. It's about, it's about flowing and leaning into things that require more attention at certain times, going with your natural energy, like not forcing yourself to be a a 5am person. If you're not a a 5am person, stop acting like that's the only way. So Mm -hmm. it's a way that like suits you, you know, like I'm never going to be, <laughs> I'm not going to say names, but like, I'm never going to be the person that's like hustle, grind, ghost, nonstop, yeah. all the sale. Like I'm never going to be that. So, and that sounds gross and awful and stressful and terrible. Mm-hmm. Some people are like, no, that lights me up. I love it. Good. Please go away over there and do it over there away from me. Yeah. And so it's about finding your own style and the power method, you know, this year after it was Mar- March, March of 2021, that's women's history month. And I started featuring these, I call them everyday miracle women of history. And I was so inspired by their stories that like, nobody's ever heard of these women. Like I'd never heard of them. And these people are like breaking down walls, like breaking down boundaries in a man's world, in an archaic world where like women didn't even have citizenship yet. And they're inventing things that are impacting our lives right now. Like I started doing that and I'm like, wow, these women are so powerful. Like if they could do it then with the little they had, like, look at what we can do with all the free resources we have. Are you kidding me? We have to ditch the excuses. Like, let's go. So the power method was kind of like, it was kind of like a, like a tornado of ideas that were swirling around. Like these women need it. They need it. They need it. And so when you said these actors sometimes that will fully embody a role and they'll go into it all time. That's called method acting. Mm -hmm. And when you act as if, when you put yourself in the role and you visualize yourself like that, you are that like that you start showing up like that, like De Niro Pacino, they show up like that. Mm -hmm. Their family might take a toll because they're like the character for a while. But like when you are designing a new, better version of yourself, something that will impact people really help. And that will allow you to grow into a more loving, more brilliant, more warm, more, you know, full version of yourself Mm -hmm. that's going to benefit everybody so it's about like the method acting is almost like a great segue like a transition into the power method because it allows you throughout the entire book you're imagining from your youth what the powerful pieces were along with designing your own leadership style putting them together envisioning a life where work and family work so well together in the way that you say you get to decide and so that's that's what ended up happening this year and it just it spilled out of me in about three weeks. I got the book done 
And um, I've had like just amazing feedback from women. You never know until you put it out there, right? That's scary too. I've just put my heart out and now everybody can literally judge it. (laughs) And so (laughs) it's scary to do that, but you do it, you hope, you trust. And then uh, when it comes back and you served even a couple people that I feel like that's a win. Yeah. 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 Well, I'm excited. I'm so excited to see this evolution of Sandra Hazley, but I'm even more excited to see the evolution of the lives that you're going to impact, you are impacting, and to see where their lives are going to go. You're creating legacies out there right now, sis, and I'm really proud of you. And I'm proud to call you my sister, my friend, and a confidant in life because it's rare that you meet people who give all of themselves to their craft, to their love, to their passion. And they do it with such grace and such beauty. Even though we fall down, we hit our head, we have people (laughs) stab us in the back, you know, whatever, we keep going because our desire to love is so great. And and that's what makes you so beautiful. And that's why your legacy is going to continue to be impactful long after you're gone. And I'm here for it. I'm here for it. But I want to challenge some of you ladies out there right now that are listening to this podcast. You know, we're reaching 45 to 47 countries right now with the podcast and new subscribers coming on every single day. And a lot of you guys are women. We got to get our men on here too. But today I want to ask you women, if you have not checked out Sandra Hazley, I need you to find her on social media. I'm going to have all of her details. She can give you guys some um, insight on how you can reach her and also where you can purchase her book now. But I'm also going to link everything in in the d- description of this podcast. But um, Sandra, wh- what are some ways that people can reach you and how can they find your book? So it's currently on Amazon. It will be, it's Amazon for uh, for an ebook currently. It'll be in print version on Amazon within the next couple of weeks, at which point the ebook version will only be available on my website. But if you like sandrahasley.com, if you go there, all of the information will be there too, all of my social channels. I hang out on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and t- TikTok-ish. I got a little light on TikTok because I got a little busy there. So, <laughs> but like uh-huh. I exist there, I do respond there, but, um, but I'm pretty heavy on Instagram. Instagram and and Facebook. So I'm reachable in all the ways, but, um, but yeah, the, the power method actually comes with, you know, like we can't, as Prince, you and I, it's hard for us to separate the strategist, the coach, the implementation person. It's hard to separate that. Like for me to give somebody a book and be like, good luck. That's like really hard for me. So I created a, um, a bonus tool, a workbook download where you can actually implement as you're moving through chapters so that Mm. you can create and design your own life as you go. So it's not just a feel good for three days. Like that was smart. That was like, like idealistic and whatever. And then you go back to reality and it's like, now what? I want you to actually change and fix and and improve and level up and power up. Like I want all of that. So the, the workbook is always going to be a free addition to the power method. Awesome. Thank you so much, Sandra. Ladies and gents, if you want to read the book just to show support, or maybe you have a significant other you want to share the book with, go ahead and grab your copy on Amazon, The Power Method, where Sandra gives you guys some powerful details, some powerful tools, share some stories of success and how she got to where she is. But beyond that, how you can get to where you have the potential to be, reach out to her on social media, go to SandraHazley.com and all of her links are there. Again, I'll put everything here in the description of the podcast. But we appreciate you guys for tuning in today. Sandra, before you go, I have two questions for you. The first question is, what is one thing that you would have told, or if you had the opportunity to tell your your younger version of you, 
What is one thing that you would say to her right now? They can't hurt you forever. You have the power to become who you want, strong enough to stand whatever happens, and you can be great if you say yes. Yes. Say yes to your life. Yeah. You are not the sum of everything you've ever experienced. You're not the sum of other people's opinions. You're not the sum of what the world says. You are the sum of what you decide in every single moment. And every moment is a gift. Every moment is an opportunity to create something new, to love yourself at a deeper level, to take cha- take chances and to step into challenges. Every day you're given the two C's, chances and choices. You're giving a new chance every single day to make different choices, to create something new in your life. And as I said in the beginning of the podcast, if you're wanting or desiring something new, but you're still holding on to the same old you, that old version of you will not create the new life that you have the potential to. But if you're ready to step into the power method, if you're ready to show up powerfully in your life, you definitely want to grab a copy of the power method from Amazon. And I want you to reach out to Sandra, let her know you got a copy of her book, send her some love, let her know what you thought about this podcast, because every day we're creating and we're moving based on inspiration to create something for you guys that's going to level you up, that's going to help you move into that more powerful version of yourself. And, um, Yeah. So we're excited, guys. The last question that I want to ask you, Sandra, is what's next? What are you doing moving forward? (laughs) What's next? Um, What's next, I think, is going to be um, a little bit of an evolution into um, more of the like the female centric um, entrepreneurial, but like life focus, where I've been spending a lot of time as a strategist and business mentor over the last couple of years. Um, I'm feeling like that part of my heart, that bucket is that, that needs to be filled with female companionship, camaraderie, um, where you're speaking about life, personal things, relationship things, doubts, fears, like all of the other things that are so foundational to, can I run this business? Do I have the right mindset? Is it going to happen for me? Like all of that stuff that I haven't talked so much about that's really important. I've, I've you know, created a, a text club called the Legends Insider so that I could kind of like test this material out with women. And I really like to start doing experiences virtually and remotely in different locations, speaking on different stages for women about these things outside of the business element, because those things, if that crumbles, business, it doesn't, nothing you say about business is going to work if you can't get the foundations right for everything else in their life. And that's really important to me. So I think that's where people are going to see me moving a little bit more. And maybe even the last couple of weeks, you've probably seen it too, is it's, it's more, you know, um, holistic focused on the female in general. Nice. That's so awesome. Well, I'm excited to see more of your greatness and more of your genius birthing forth in this world because we were created to be fruitful and to multiply, guys. We were created to give birth to something new in every single day of our life and every breath we're giving a new opportunity. You know, and I always say with each breath, we become something new. Your breath is the paint. Your body's the brush. The world is your canvas. What will you paint with the breath of your life today? How will you use the tool of your body to say, today I choose to be the master artist. Today I choose to create something beautiful with my life. Today I choose to powerfully implore my skills, my abilities, and all the different gifts that I have been born with and birthed with at this point in my life. And I'm gonna use those things to create something new so that when this day has passed, even though I may not be where I wanna be, today I can say I'm better. Today, I took tangible actions. I made new choices with the new chance on life that I was given today because today was a day that I've never seen before and I chose to live like it. 
We're here to help you guys. We're here to see so you good. catapult yourself. You set me on fire, sis. So, so good. I love it. So good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, if you guys want more of Sandra Hazley, I want you guys to go to SandraHazley.com and all of our links are there. Again, all the links will also be in the description of the bio. And I look forward to hearing from you guys as well. You know, if there's something you enjoyed about this podcast and there's more you'd like to hear, maybe I'll bring Sandra back. You know, if she had some time to get her book out there, and she's had some more speaking engagements. I know she has a couple that are coming up. Um, was it for the State Police Association? Was that Yeah, what the New York That's State the Women. Yeah, yes. The female officers for New York State, they have an annual conference every year. So I'll be keynote for opening keynote for their three-day conference. Wow. And that's so amazing, guys, especially for our law enforcement out there. Thank you guys for your service. You know, uh, with everything that's shifting in the climate of things right now, a lot of people don't realize that these people are like, like I always say, we're all spirits on a journey having different human experiences. But these people have chosen to take on the experience, experience of being a police officer, you know, and going out there risking their lives every single day, whether you like them or not, they are doing something that I'd be willing to say 95% of society is not willing to do. You know, and so for you to be stepping in, especially for the women with the PTSD, you know, the frustration and then carrying the roles, wearing multiple hats, showing up successfully in a way that protects humanity while still leveraging and creating balance among their counterparts and their families. You know, there's a lot that's happening there. And so I know you're going to go in and make a tremendous impact. But guys, you want to follow this beautiful soul on social media and, uh, Keep up with her story, man. She has a lot of amazing content, a lot of amazing reels. You name it. That girl that was once <laughs> afraid to do a live is now showing up in full force, showing the world who she is, what she's made of, and she's not taking no for an answer. She's building a tribe of women who are ready to take on the world and do something amazing. Sandra. Amen. <laughs> it's been amazing. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I'm definitely going to have to get you back and uh, I want to hear more. I want to hear more of this magic that you're creating. But um, do you have any closing remarks for the audience before we go? Maybe there's some women listening right now. They're like, man, she's such a powerful woman. You know, do you have a message for the women today that you'd like to share? You know, uh, just because you said that part, like she's such a powerful woman. I just want to say that I, I've gotten some feedback from people recently about like, yeah, but like, look at what you've done or yeah, but like, you know, you've reached these stages in this audience and you've built these things. And like, and I'm just starting out. It's like, so was I, like, I'm so incredibly ordinary. that It's unbelievable. Anytime somebody that knows me, hears somebody else compliment me for like doing great or doing, they're like, she's a mess. Like, I just okay. want to say that you can be as messy as you you are as a human being, as a woman and feel frantic and feel like insane half the day, but it doesn't matter because like, that's, that's who I really am too. Like I'm completely insane. And I have four kids and they're insane too, but you can still make massive change. If you just like visualize the thing that you want to do and, uh, and nobody's better than you, not any influencer you see, not any leader that you see, they're not better than you. They've just stepped into what they want to do. And that's what you get to do too. So, so in no way should you be idolizing any of the people out there, any of the women out there or the men, um, you get to do the same thing, but in your way and on your terms. And that's how you'll be great. Yes. So step into that greatness. Be that thing that you are required to be in order to manifest the newness in your life, because the only thing stopping you from giving birth to your greatness is your choice not to step into it. So make a new choice. Take this day, move into it and understand that all those things you've been waiting for have been waiting for you to show up to accept them. They're there waiting. But um, Sandra, 
Go ahead. Did you want to say something? So good. No, I'm just <laughs> I was, was receiving the message. I love it. Yes. Well, guys, listen. Thank you for tuning into the Evolved Mastery Podcast. I have some updates I want to bring to you guys following this. But, hey, again, go follow Sandra Hazley on social media. Go to her website. If you want all of her links, go to her website. Show some love. Check out what she has going on. And go purchase that book, The Power Method, today. And uh, I'll be checking you guys out on the flip side in the next episode of Evolved Mastery and Mastery 360. Love you guys, and I'll be talking to you soon. All right, guys, what did you think? Did you enjoy that podcast? Well, I appreciate you for tuning in, and I'm going to have Sandra's details all connected in the description of this podcast, so go down, check it out, or you can just head over to sandrahazley.com and check out all of her social, and you can find all of her information there as well, but I want to thank you guys for tuning in, and as I said, I had a quick announcement. I want to invite you guys, and I've talked about it before, but I'm in the process of going into my next session for the six-week group mentorship program, the Master Reboot group mentorship program. The information for that is on the evolvedmastery.com website under events. And I want to open the door for some people who are saying, I'm sick and tired of being where I am. I know that I'm capable of more. And I also know I have blind spots. I know that I want to create greatness in my life. I know that I can have the potential to create more profitable and expansive and evolved experiences for my life. But I don't know where to begin. I feel like I need a space. I'm tired of doing it alone. I'm ready to connect with more people who speak fire into my life, who inspire me, who are on the same journey, because I don't want to feel alone anymore. I'm ready to move the needle. I'm ready to be vulnerable. I'm ready to connect. And I'm looking for a mentor. I invite you to go check out the six-week group mentorship program, the Master Reboot Mentorship Program on the EvolveMastery.com website. And also... If you're not at the level where you can afford to pay for the six-week mentorship program, right now it's only $3.95. I marked it down because I have some new programs coming out, but right now it's only $3.95 and seating will be limited. So if you go there and you try to purchase a spot for the upcoming one that starts on September 22nd, just know you got there a little late, but there will be another one following this one. And uh, it's going to be exciting. Uh, Lives are changed. People are impacted. And they're moving the needle in their lives to really become the rare breed individuals that they were born to be. You know, but if you're not in that place yet where you can afford the $3.95 for the group mentorship program, I invite you to go over to Amazon and grab a copy of my book, Awakening Your Inner Master, The Journey of Self-Mastery. If you grab a copy of the book, message me on Instagram at Princeton Clark and Send me a screenshot of you holding your book and I'll share it in my story, but I'll also shoot you a message over the course of this next month. Everybody who purchases a copy of my book, I'm going to be inviting them to a two-hour Awakening Your Inner Master training, but you have to reach out to me on social media and you have to send me a screenshot of the book. So at Princeton Clark on Instagram is where you can shoot me the DM. Let me see that you copped a copy of the book and um, I'll be connecting with you and sending you a link where you'll be able to join me live in a virtual training where we are going to be discussing awakening your inner master. 
I love you guys, man. I hope you guys have a great morning, evening, night, afternoon, whatever time it is that you're listening to this podcast and know that I have a lot more on the way. So many more guests that I'm going to be interviewing and I got so much more love to give. Thank you guys for tuning in to Evolved Mastery and the Mastery 360 podcast. I'll be talking to you again soon. Peace.